Welcome into Hanging Out Fantasy. This is Commissioner Humphreys, and tonight I'm hanging out with Colin, the confident Bernier. The Colin, con? welcome in. Like that. Yeah, you like that? Confident? And here's why. Colin, new yeah. job. Congratulations. Yeah. Or, yeah. or what? Well, how would you describe it? Not, not new job per se, but. Yeah, uh, same company, but more responsibility, a little bit of a promotion, if you will. Sure, a little promotion. The second half of Calling the Confident is because of one of our top news items that we haven't spoken about. It's not really news for at large anymore, but it's news for our league because we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. Josh Jacobs finally signed with the Raiders. About time. And honestly, I was super worried about it, but. Now I look like a genius. You honestly look like a genius. Your team was uh, projected by the computer as the uh, number one projected uh, finish after they, the draft. Okay. And that was before Josh Jacobs signed. So now that he's signed, you are fucking loaded, dude. You're locked in. Every reading on him was like, there's no issues really. It's just kind of like a contract thing. But that, you know, there was those naysayers like, well, he might go somewhere else and whatnot. So now I look smart, but you look smart. You also, I mean, you took a risk and it it paid off. Like even if it maybe you, you didn't see it as quite as big of a risk as maybe some others did. I mean, either way, it was a risk and he's playing. So it paid off. Yeah. So you got to take risks, Nick. Dude, that's what, that's what fantasy is about. I mean, I've heard it said, if you're not first, you might as well be last. So it's like, if you're not really shooting to be number one, what the fuck are you doing? Your ass yep. going to be last. Yep. Um. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um. You're probably feeling a little bit more at peace with your team, your roster at this point. It, well, and it's kind of nice because there's been some significant injuries. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just like looking at my lineup, luckily so far I'm healthy, but there's a couple of people I've feeling pretty terrible for out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we can, I guess we could talk about that right now. Um, we talked before about Lucas maybe being injury prone and team Lucas maybe being injury prone as well. And today some pretty bad news came out. Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee at practice today. Like this is like brand new news. Yeah. Uh, but I did see this evening a little bit later in the day that reports say the ACE, his ACL is intact, which, so, which is a, yeah. They're saying it's not long-term injury, but who, who actually knows if they have to go out and say that the ACL is like intact, then it was obviously a scary injury to happen like practice field so uh the the status at the moment is travis kelsey is questionable for week one and i we don't have much more news than that like i said that is actually brand new news it's not like this, this uh josh jacobs news we we came to you with first thing for, for luke's sake you know i really hope he's fine because oh luke, yeah 
dealt with injuries. It, and even himself personally, he's going through a shoulder thing. The one thing I will say, he bounced back quick. <laughs> yeah. Open. It's just incredible. Like, obviously, it's just obviously just bad luck on Luke's part. Yeah. Like, Travis Kelsey is actually historically one of, like, the best players to have if yep. you're scared of injuries because he hasn't missed a game in, like, all 10 years or something, whatever, however many years he's been a pro. The one, so. one thing, and with his caliber, though, that I'm sure they're extremely cautious. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, They're I'm not messing I'm, around. Kelsey, he's a, isn't he a Cleveland boy? Yeah, Cleveland yeah. Heights or something. He's tough. Northeast Ohio boy, he'll bounce back. Hell yeah. Um, another massive name in the fantasy realm, Cooper Cup. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So to lay it all out for everybody, last season he had a season-ending injury. I believe it was his ankle. And he had surgery in the offseason to fix it. Comes back, beginning of the preseason, he's apparently good to go. Okay. Yep. Oh, he had, he had a little questionable tag, but there were everyone was saying he's he's great. He's fine. Right. He was fine. Then he apparently injures his hamstring. So a different injury than he suffered last season. And he was working his way through the hamstring injury. It didn't seem to be anything serious. They were treating it pretty, you know, non-seriously. And then just a few days ago at practice, uh, his coach said he suffered a setback, quote unquote, with his hamstring injury or his hamstring recovery, I should say. And it does not sound good. He's going to like a specialist in Minnesota. Yeah, I saw that. So it's. (laughs) It's definitely, and he, he said, uh, McVeigh said it's day to day, but everything I'm reading is like, that's, that's a pretty generous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also who, uh, typically in the off season, you don't really call players day to day. That's more right. like when you're, <laughs> when you're, you know, in between games getting yeah. ready for a team. No, yeah. Cooper's fine. They're freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> Dude. I mean, without Cooper. Their team is or their offense is garbage. So yeah, I feel like he's a tough dude. I did have him last year, and that injury sucked. So, well, who has this year? It's a good question. I think Trump bucket. Uh, yeah, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. So that's tough. I mean, hopefully he'll come back. But uh, just for as for fantasy as a whole, that one is crazy. Is that a new name? Long. Yeah, new name alert. Dylan. That's a good name. Chum Bucket. <laughs> just Chum Bucket. I like it. it. And Dylan's been catching fish, I'll tell you that. He's oh. Good. It's a little side reference. Wow. And uh, he might have made it intentionally to oppose his Week one opponent, who is Tom Roth and Corey, and they renamed their team Bikini Bottom Bias. Bias. Uh, some people, there, there's a controversy about this, the name. Yeah. To me, that's Spanish, Nick. It's not Balas. No, it's not Balas. It's a double L, and that's to me, that's a Y sound. Bias. So mm-hmm. uh, that's what I'll be calling them for the season. Um Oh, that's definitely hell yeah, Dylan. That's 
absolute <laughs> a direct thought. They and on, I'm just looking at the app right now. They both have pictures, and Dylan's got a sweet picture of the chum bucket. They He's both like, have pictures of the chum bucket, actually. Oh, so. so. Dylan's taking him head on. Yeah, he's really going really head on at him. That's funny. Bias is also a new name. Yes, it is a new name. Uh, a good- I like it. Yeah, I like that SpongeBob reference. We are a huge, uh, f- you know, fan base of SpongeBob. Big right. supporters here. Uh, okay, getting back to our little injury report here. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. He he was holding out earlier in the season or in, earlier in the off season, but he's apparently still dealing with some sort of injury. I think it's his ankle, and they he reached the deadline that the Colts posted, the trade deadline. And it, apparently, it was just an arbitrary date that the Colts set. Um, so he still could be traded after technically, but I believe they set that that date because. They needed to get their roster in order and make cuts and that type of thing. But they put Jonathan Taylor on the pup list. So Which is? Physically unable to perform. Okay. And I don't I, I don't know if the, like if this is like IR where he would like have to miss a, a certain number of games like in the season. I don't know how this works. Uh, no matter how it shakes out, doesn't really look great for Jonathan Taylor. So not at all. So I think shoe the shoeies have him, which sucks. Yeah. yeah. But I'm curious. You know, that's a big name that's out. Who are they going to go get? They have to go get. It. Yeah, I don't know, dude. That Cooper Cup, Travis Kelsey, Jonathan Taylor. Those are three massive names, and they're all really up in the air to start the season, which is just crazy. I do think uh, uh, what's that Colts or no the old Jaguars guy James Robinson okay is it I, I'm pretty sure he worked out with the Colts really I would uh, not be surprised if um the, who's who's the guy that played for the Browns running back for the Browns uh Kareem Hunt I would not be surprised if Kareem Hunt signed with them uh he was working out with them earlier in the offseason. But who re- honestly, who really knows? I mean, they could be in tank mode at this point. Like they have a rookie quarterback. Yeah. They're just not in good shape right now. So yeah, indie fan. <laughs> yeah, not a good time for that. Um, this isn't injury news, but TJ Hawkinson signed his deal with Minnesota. So that's good. He got a big fat check from them. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, there's a chance he'll play in week one. So he's recovering from this wrist surgery that he had. And I kind of think it's unbelievable that he might be able to play in week one. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, this is not an injury, but Tyreek Hill officially will not be punished by the NFL over some sort of off season incident. I guess there was like, I didn't even know about this, but I guess it was like up in the air, whether he would be punished. What? for this what the hell yeah but, but last week it came out and they said he officially will not receive a punishment so for whatever's that for what whatever that's worth it, it's definitely yeah i i did talk to him i do know what's going on um, okay yeah this is just a misunderstanding 
Okay, got it. Standing citizen, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, uh, this was, I wrote this note a couple days ago, but Joe Burrow practiced for the first time at the end of last week. Good. First time since his uh, calf strain early in the offseason. So that's he, promising for him. Yeah, but they're giving that day-to-day for him too. It's like, right. come on. I mean, he's still listed as questionable, and it's just scary. I mean, that's a Joe Burrow's like you know, top five or six quarterback in fantasy. Like that's, and he's got two top twenty, top fifteen wide receivers on his team for fantasy. That, but I'm pretty sure that's a, a team Lucas guy. No way. Almost positive. <laughs> it is. Oh, that is incredible. I mean, that is like just bad luck. That is just the worst luck you could. Luke can deal with injuries. I'm telling you. And and listen, I don't want to talk anything into existence, but since we're looking at Luke's roster here, I'm mm-hmm. noticing he's got Javante Williams starting for him. I don't know if you remember, Colin, what happened to Javante Williams last year. Do you? Go ahead and re- uh, remind me. Yeah, he tore up his knee real, real bad. Like tore his ACL, MCL. Oh, Adam, Colin had him on his team, Rocky Mountain Rebuild, more like uh, Javante's knee rebuild because that thing was fucked up. Anyways, he is no longer listed as questionable. He's uh, apparently ready to go for week one. So he could be a league winner. He's a stud. He he is definitely a stud. Uh, We'll see how he comes out early in the season this year. I mean, off an injury, it's going to be. Probably slow for him. Well, we'll see because I'm curious on Denver's offense because they were such a dud last year. That's true too. Um. Okay. This this is news from last week. Jeff Wilson, the running back, one of the running backs in Miami, was placed on IR. So he'll be on IR for at least four games to start the season. And this makes uh, Lucas's. Raheem Mostert pickup. Um, big. Real big. Raheem Mostert is now been vaulted into starting running back for one of the better offenses in the league. And um, in terms of injuries for Lucas's team, one finally uh, swung the right way for him. Yeah. that That is – I mean, he's clear lead back. And, you know, you feel bad. I think Dylan had um, Jeff Wilson Jr. But – yeah. That shows Luke's already adapting. I mean, Raheem Mostert's projected 13.6 points in week one. That's great. Yep. Big, huge pickup. Um, Jerry Judy. Everyone's probably already heard about this. You know, he got hurt and everything, but he's going to be out for several weeks is what the reports are saying. So... <laughs> I don't know. I, these type of injuries are always scary for wide receivers because even if he yeah. comes back, like it's the same thing with Cooper Cup. Even if he comes back, is he going to be 100%? Who really knows? That's also Luke. <laughs> oh, my God. That is also Lucas. It, that's crazy. Oh, my God. And then the next one is also Lucas. George Kittle was sidelined at practice at the end of last week. Uh, with some sort of injury. Now, I don't believe it was serious. I didn't get any uh, specific actual injury or body part. But I, he's a veteran. And 
he seems to miss time now and again, so I don't think it's too much to worry about. I, but, I heard he fine. It's it's like a ab strain or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was too serious. But uh another in another Colts news, Zach Moss is trending towards practicing this week. So if you thought you could go and pick up Deion Jackson or the other Colts running back, uh and you thought, oh, that's good. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he's not playing, so I can pick up these guys. Well, now there's a third guy in the mix. So yep. if you thought you knew who was going to play, guess again. Because Zach Moss, the guy who played for them last year when Jonathan Taylor was out, is coming back. So we'll see what happens. That big controversy. Like, is Zach Moss going to be the guy? What did he yeah. do? Yeah, he broke his arm. Which, it sounds crazy, but like a broken bone in the NFL is like actually – an easy injury to come back from. It's like he didn't tear any ligaments or tendons or anything. And then, okay, the last guy on, I'll call it my injury report, although we've mixed in other things, and this isn't an injury. But shout out to Lucas. We've we've mentioned Lucas's name a lot. I think he heard me uh, a couple pods ago mention something about him adding Mac Hollins and dropping someone else, and I said it was just like an equal pickup or like, Gave it like an eh rating. And he heard that. And one evening last week, he just randomly texted me a video, like a TikTok video. And I open it with no text, no words. And I open it up and it's just like a dominant highlight video. And at the end of it, it's like Mac Hollins. Don't fuck with Mac Hollins. I'm like, what the hell? The dude looks like a fucking animal. Apparently, Lucas was telling me he's been looking into him, and Matt Collins has been like working out hardcore in the offseason. And he's like, he looks like an actual stud. If if the, the video is to believe, be believed, uh, Falcons receiver, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just thought it was crazy, and I had to give Lucas a shout out because truly, oh, it was Paris Campbell. He dropped Paris Campbell, and he picked up Matt Collins, and I was like, eh. Okay, but Matt Collins could be low key. We'll see what happens. See, that's what I mean. Luke, Luke is doing work. Yeah, he's he's definitely like not Great just pick. rolling over. He's, I mean, I, I I was just looking him up. That's a good pick. Yeah. All right. Um, switching gears a little bit. We've already talked about some ads and drops, but here are the ads and drops we haven't talked about since last podcast okay the first one was an actual waivers pickup a weight ungi burned a waivers pickup that's a little early he dropped pat fryermuth and he added zeke and he burned up zeke eyes i dropped him a while back yeah so that was the only waivers report the rest of these are just ads and drops um Tyler dropped the Jags defense and added Trey Lance. I don't know why he added Trey Lance because he's of the backup in Dallas now. So we'll see what happens. Well, insurance, but like, you know, insurance for what though? That gets hurt. But wouldn't you rather pick up a starting quarterback for another team than the backup quarterback for? Well, who's his quarterback? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Why does it even matter who his quarterback is? I just thought that was like a, a funny uh, ad. 
Uh, Matt dropped KJ Osborne and he added Jonathan Mingo, which is one of Carolina's receivers. Can he put Trey Lance on I in the IR spot? So it's like, why not no. pick him? No, no, Trey Lance is not hurt. Still, oh my god, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't Tyler, get it talk. <laughs> yeah, we got to get him on to talk about that. Uh, Schumacher Holmes added Raheem Blackshear. Mike added Evan Ingram. Schumacher Holmes dropped Brett Maher and added Jake Elliott. That was when uh, whatever team uh, cut Brett Maher. He's a <laughs> kicker, right? He's a kicker, yeah. Uh, Shuey dropped Raheem Blackshear, and then he grabbed Gus Edwards. Gus Bus. I dropped Tank Bigsby, and I added Marvin Mims Jr. Why? Why? And Mims? Well, mm, Marvin Mims Jr. apparently is a he's a rookie receiver for Denver. And mm-hmm. with the Jerry Judy news, I thought, oh, that might be nice considering Cortland Sutton's had like three or four years to be the number one receiver there, and he couldn't get the job done. So now they have right. a second round, highly talented Marvin Mims Jr. And he's going to get like before it's like, oh, he's he's like third or fourth on the depth chart. Well, KJ Hamler gets hurt. Then uh, Jerry Judy gets hurt, and all of a sudden this guy's like the second string receiver, and it's like, hey, shit, if he's getting time like right off the bat, he might be able to work his way in like for the rest of the season, even if Jerry Judy does come back. So the other thing is he's he, I believe, he is slotted as their number one like kick and punt returner, and so he new rules right now because of the way we changed the settings a little bit. He's now projected, I think, to have like return yards in the in the kick and punt return game. So I'm gonna see what happens in week one. I mean I've been curious on like picking up a heavy return man and seeing how it plays. So out. there's another guy on here actually. Uh r- real quick, I'll just get through the rest of these. Ungi dropped Devin Singletary, added Deion Jackson, the backup running back for the Colts there. We'll see what happens with that. Mike added uh I'm sorry, Mike dropped Evan Ingram and he added the Falcons defense. And then he turned around and he dropped the Falcons defense and he added Tutu Atwell back. Okay. Uh, must have made some amends in the locker room. <laughs> Tutu. He had, but, a t- he had to talk with him. Right. He had to talk with him. But I think what's happening here is that although Cooper Cup is hurt and so Tutu might be getting a boost in that respect, I think Tutu is also in the return game for the Rams. And so he his projections are a little bit boosted that way too. So I do want to see what happens with Marvin Mims and with Tutu Atwell and like these guys that are involved in, in the return game. Because I want to see if there's like uh, sort of a floor there for points for like guys that are in the return game. You know I, I, mean? I, think, I would assume there has to be a lot of risk there because it depends how the game goes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I just think... Hey, if he was a sleeper anyways, and he's got and he's gonna get involvement in the special teams if he's not gonna be starting at receiver, like might as well. Um and then just today, Thomas dropped Deuce Fawn. He dropped a deuce and he added Justin Ross. <laughs> Justin Ross, who's that? The K- Kansas City guy? He receiver? is a Kansas City receiver. Interesting. Oh sorry, I apologize. I missed somebody. On the injury report. Who's this? Kadarius Tony. Uh, uh, 
no longer listed as questionable. In fact, he is going to play in week one. Incredibly, he's going to play in week one. Probably for about the first few plays before he gets hurt again, but probably will score like two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's going to get 40 points, and I'm going to sit him on my bench because I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, if he plays, you should start him. That's just the simple fact. Right. If he if he's hurt, questionable on the app, but reports are looking pretty positive here. Yeah. Uh, I just want to add this on Justin Ross. I think it's actually a nice pickup. He could be a sleeper. I I might be getting him confused with someone else, but I think this guy had some sort of condition uh, going into like the draft, the actual NFL draft. And he was like a highly talented receiver who should have gone like the first few rounds. And he ended up dropping and like being undrafted. And so now he's, he's getting a chance with uh, the best quarterback in the league, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas city Chiefs. So, and it's a wide open receiving core. I thought, oh. I thought he had like a knee thing going on. Justin Ross. Yeah. Uh, I could be getting it totally wrong. I could be thinking of someone else, but that, I mean, there's going to be a league winner within that receiving core. There has to be. Someone's um, going to go off. It, I agree. I think there's a high chance of the, of one of those receivers becoming a really sought after uh, and relevant fancy piece. And I will say, with today's news about Travis Kelsey, that oh. only becomes more and more uh, close to reality, I would say. like Someone's going to have well, to have a studs with not, not much track record, a lot of injuries. Just think about, think about the Chiefs and their offense. And if Travis Kelsey gets hurt, all of that volume, like their offense is going to, to have to go through someone. Someone's right. going to have to catch balls. Like, dude, that I is going to leave a massive. What's that? You know, on that first, it's going to get like spread out and then someone's going to step up and there's going to be a stud. Probably. Yes. So I think Thomas, this ad today, sneaky, sneaky good. I really like that. So. um, All right. Anything else I missed that you can think of? No, but it, you know, it, it's interesting to see these early injuries, and it, I mean, it just really sucks for some teams. You know, you you yeah. draft feeling good, and then you instantly have to make moves. It's tough, and like injuries happen at all points in the season. It just is what it is. But it is, it feels so much worse when it's preseason. Like that's we haven't even played yet, so. Um, we already touched on it. There's a few new name changes. Uh, the Tom Roth and Corey changed their name to the Bikini Bottom Bias, which is a uh, <laughs> which is good, funny. Yeah, I mean that that's a good name. It is a good name. Uh, Dylan's the Chum Buckets. I changed my name to Radio Shack Humphreys. There you go. Um, let's see. I think, I think that's all of the updated ones we've talked, we've talked about the others, but there are several teams who have old outdated team names gone. And yeah, I'm one of them. Uh, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for a hit. 
I'm, okay. I'm coming uh, magic right now. Sure, sure. I drafted Nick Chubb um, in my one league last night, and uh, I changed my name to the first rule of Fight Chubb. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. <laughs> one of my leagues, too. I might steal that. That's pretty like good. That. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so change your names. So that brings me to an idea that I had, and I think this is like super low stakes. I don't care if we do it or not, but I think it's just fun. What if we did season to season themes for our team names? Like we're low key, like doing that already. Um, what? Yeah. Like toys are us and radio. Right. Shack. Like the, sh- the closed down stores theme and then the, obviously there's like a spongebob theme going here true yeah i just think like you know it'd be fun why yeah. not you know if there's not someone on your team that you can come up with like a sweet name it's kind of like eh. yeah yeah and it's also like it gives people parameters and i don't it's like you know i would uh, like a what's that if- genre if you will genre. right right because like i don't know i was looking for a team name it's like man i have like so many options is the league gonna think this is funny i want the league to laugh hysterically when they, when they read my name you know right so i just think it might be nice to give everybody um some parameters to play within for, for team names but at the same time it's pretty dumb i like everybody to be creative in their own respect Dylan this week is just going hardcore right at his opponent. I like that. I so like we're that a lot. Definitely good with changing names every week, right? Fuck it. Do it. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, okay, let's wrap it up. Um, the season kicks off Thursday. The night or I'm sorry. Thursday, September 7th. I can't wait. 8:20 p.m. Lions at Chiefs. Big, a lot of people. I mean, it's massive. Lions at Chiefs. There's a lot of fantasy guys. A lot of fantasy guys. Uh, so yeah, Colin, thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Everyone else, thanks for joining. Thanks for hanging out with us. And until next time, peace. Peace. I'll bring the beers. I'll bring the beers.